baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is now 8.33 here at WCCO. Welcome back. I am excited to introduce you to Carolyn Robinson. Who is she? Marketing and Public Relations Specialist at the Science Museum in Minnesota. You guys have no idea how addicted I was to to um, the, the Science Museum of Minnesota. Uh, and it lasted a few years. I don't know what it was. I would love to go. I had a membership at one time, and I can't remember how long ago that was. Um, I would take my children with me. We had a blast. And now I, I want to take my grandchildren. Now they're old enough to go. And this is a, it's a big deal to talk about the Science Museum tonight. So welcome, Carolyn Robinson. Um, Wednesday is National STEM and STEAM Day. The Twin Cities is full of organizations that lead the effort to teach our children about science, technology, engineering, and art, and math. Now, one that usually comes top of mind is the Science Museum of Minnesota, of course. And to give us a look at some of the programs the museum is offering through the winter semester, we've asked marketing and public relations specialist, as I named her just a moment ago, Carolyn Robinson. And she joins us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Hi, Carolyn. Hello. Uh, what a great introduction. Well, I tell you, I'm excited about it. I have always loved the Science Museum, and I've even worked um, and to do a few things with the Science Museum um, through the years. And so I'm so excited to have you guys back on. I used to talk to you guys a long time ago. I've been here at WCCO for, what, 27 years now? So it's like <laughs> I should have been talking to you guys almost every year because of what you do. Now, some people, when they hear there's a STEM uh, uh, that Wednesday is National STEM or STEAM Day. First of all, tell mm-hmm. us what a STEAM Day is. Well, you know, I like to think that every day is a STEM or a STEAM Day uh, at the Science Museum, and that acronym stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, uh, and Math, and then the STEAM is adding arts to it, which oh. I think is important because, uh, you know, I've, I've interviewed in my role quite a few scientists, and I they always bring up the arts and humanities, and there really isn't a just, they're all interconnected, and I always think that that's exciting to hear about. So that's what those acronyms are, but we feel like it's STEM and STEAM day every day. Well, I'm so glad that you made that very clear to me and to our listeners tonight um, because it's important to know this. And you are absolutely right. Um, to have these two together, it can only make it even better for the students that come into the Science Museum, for the parents that come into the Science Museum and try to get some understanding. How are you setting this all up for families to come back into the Science Museum? I mean, they're there all the time unless you guys are not open. And I'm, I worry sometimes that the children really don't get what it's all about. But then I learn that they are, especially from the STEM program. So tell us more about what STEM and STEAM are doing together. Yeah. So, you know, like you are alluding to, 
STEM is so important. It's what's going to power our future. And we need people to have science literacy. And it improves everyone's lives when more people are able to understand science and participate in science. And that's why access is so important at the museum. Um, People learn in different ways. You know, not everyone picks up on things in, you know, reading it from a book or uh, kind of that more traditional school environment, which we also support and we love our teachers and have resources for them as well. Um, But there are some people, I would say myself included, who learn better when uh, they can do it hands-on. And so it's very experiential at the museum. And that's one way that we try to make it more accessible for people when you can really interact with a concept in STEM. Sometimes it helps that click. And uh, to your point about families and students, it's really learners of all ages. You know, if it was, if you're an adult and it was something that didn't really resonate you when you were in school, maybe now experiencing it, something does click for you. And for our younger learners, we hope that, you know, it sparks a lifelong love of science and that that's impactful in that way. I have a granddaughter that is in STEM, and she is really enjoying it. It has changed everything for her. And um, yeah. I find that quite remarkable. And, you know, you don't hear about STEM as much on the radio, on television. I mean, last two, I think it was two or three years ago, there was so much talk mm-hmm. about STEM. Uh, STEAM wasn't a part of it. So what brought STEM, STEAM on, and who was the person responsible for it? Uh, well, I think it's the, the in terms of who's responsible, I think that that's been a, a movement with teachers and the STEM professionals saying, you know, like I said earlier, that the arts um, aren't excluded from STEM topics, that they are things, they are topics that work together and are made so much better when they're all together. And um that just kind of broadening it, I think, is so important. Again, going back to the access of it all, you know, the more things are under this umbrella of what is science, the the more people feel like they can participate and the more people feel like, oh, this is something that is accessible to me and something that I actually can participate in. Mm-hmm. And it really affects who sees themselves as a scientist. How do you see AI fitting in with STEM and STEAM? That's a great question. Uh, I think technically that would fall under the T of technology. Right. And, uh, right. Um, I, one thing that is happening at the museum right now over the winter is um, we do have some teams of uh, robotics teams from different schools, and they um, are doing what it sounds like. They're working on robotics, and we're hosting them at the museum on Saturdays uh, through the end of the year. And I think that's really the the closest intersection that we have with AI at the moment. Um, We don't have any exhibits about it yet, but, of course, that's something that will probably change in the future. Yeah, the one thing I would ask the, um, of my granddaughter, I would say to her, honey, have you seen a big change with STEM? Um, have, you, have you noticed that there's so much more that you have to, to do to really be an expert at it? You know, I wonder how long it takes a student, maybe in the sixth or seventh or eighth grade, how long does it take them to master STEM? Yeah, and it is something, what's so interesting about it is that it's a constantly evolving topic and, you know, it's something that is so important 
um, when you learn to think through things in that sort of STEM or STEAM way, that critical thinking piece, and it's also, you know, you're not married to the result of something. Uh, science is always changing, and the more that we are exploring and doing experiments and um, researching things, sometimes the way that we thought things were can change. And we take that new information and we come to a new conclusion. And I think that that's really valuable um, in anyone's life is being having that that. Um, uh, that idea of, oh, I can change my mind. I can learn new information and it can impact how I see things. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So just from hearing you talk about this, it sounds like this is what you love. This is a big piece of what you love doing, what you love seeing and hearing and reading about and staying on top of it. And that is such a blessing. Um, now I'm reading here some of the notes that you have. It says the U.S. has fallen behind other nations in science and math education and that we have a need to motivate young kids to pursue these subjects to keep up with the rest of the world. This has been a threat, really, in my, in my humble opinion, um, when it mm-hmm. comes to the world looking at the United States, um, that mm. they don't see us growing in these, these, the science, the technology, the engineering, the art, and the math. They don't see us growing. How do you look at that? How do you see that? Yeah, I think that that really goes back to access a lot of the time. You know, um, you were saying that there's been in previous years an emphasis on STEAM or STEM or, you know, getting girls involved in STEM or getting, you know, different groups that haven't always felt welcome in STEM. You know, you think about what does a scientist look like? What does that mean to different people? Do you think of, you know, the movie Back to the Future and it's Christopher Lloyd, it's an older white guy in a lab coat like that? Is that what a scientist is? And it's not. And so it really goes to we have to change how we look at who is science for. And the answer, the truth is that it's for everyone and that it's something that everyone has the ability to access in some way and to contribute to in some way. And it's really broadening that access in terms of, you know, who is able to get resources and who is able to experience these learning opportunities. And it's, it's expanding that access and it's expanding, you know, our collective vision of what does a scientist look like. Right, exactly. Well said. So when it comes to children or teenagers or even adults coming into the the Science Museum and all of that is happening when it comes to uh, STEM and STEAM. Um, how do you encourage or how do you get young girls to really say, or teenagers even, I, I can do this, I can do this? And that's what scares me. Like you mentioned before, we have a real challenge 
with um, building the interest in girls, it is critical that they, too, are on board with this and that we continue it, right, all the way into, you know, whether we're 70 years old or, or older. Hopefully we'll stay on top of it. Do you feel at the, at the Science Museum as you uh, mm-hmm. embark upon some of these students um, that are very interested in it, they may start asking you questions, do you feel like, oh, we're going to be just fine here in the Twin Cities and in this great state of Minnesota, these students are on top of it? Or do you feel like we have a whole lot more to do? I mean, I think that I think the answer is yes. I think it's both. I think that um, our STEM education staff, they see, um, you know, educators, whether that's in a traditional classroom or in other ways, they see educators who are passionate about what they do and about working with students. And they also see students who are interested in these topics. And uh, they also see students who are learning that they're interested in this topic. You know, um, it sometimes is something, like I was saying before, you don't think it's for you. And when that changes, that is such a catalyst for change in every other area. And um, so I think that, you know, it's, it's never the job's probably never done in encouraging people to engage with science. But I, I think that we do have that interest and uh, young people, especially they're growing up in a very different world than, you know, anyone else has grown up. It's a very singular time uh, with regard to science and technology. And it'll be uh, interesting to see, how growing up so steeped in technology, how that impacts kind of the scientists of tomorrow. And you love it. That's amazing to me. <laughs> Look, you know, my name is Gerilyn, by the way. You're Carolyn. So um, yeah. it, it, it is, it, yours is spelled with a K and mine is spelled with yeah. a J at the front. So that's really nice. I, I just wanted to mention, too, that people know that this is a national STEM, STEAM Day, and some of the history tells us that in 2015, MGA Entertainment founded National STEM, STEAM Day to inspire students in the world of science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics. Now, the registrar at National Day Calendar, uh, tell us about that, because I I don't know about National Day Calendar. Oh, um, well, you know, I think it's, I always think it's interesting. Uh, there's always a day for something, you know, um, and it's just a way to draw awareness to things and make sure that we're talking about them. Um, and uh, it makes me think of, um, you know, expanding interest in these different topics and having these kind of holidays or events where, you know, we're taking a step aside to focus on these things. I think that that's really valuable in people discovering their interests and discovering their passion for science or the arts or whatever kind of national day it is. Um, It's just a great way to promote uh, all of the different opportunities that are out there. Yep, that's what it sounds like to me. What a pleasure to have you join us tonight, Carolyn Robinson, Marketing and Public Relations Specialist at the Science Museum of Minnesota. And I hope I get to meet you because I am definitely coming back to the Science Museum. I I have people that come visit uh, every year, sometimes, sometimes, not every year. But when they do, the first thing I want to do is bring them or I say to them, hey, you guys want to go to the Science Museum. So well done. Keep up doing the great work. Yeah, really, keep it up. And I hope I get to talk to you again soon. Yeah, absolutely. Let's let's be in touch for sure. Take care, Carolyn. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. There you go. All right, and as we um, wrap this up, 
I, I just want to say that I know STEM sounds so hard for so many parents. The parents, when we don't know what STEM is or STEAM is, and again, STEAM is spelled S-T-E-A-M, and the A is for the arts. So that's what they put that in for for STEAM, and then there's STEM. So it's got to be really frustrating sometimes for the parents not to understand it all. But there are so many books and so many people that can really help add uh, information that really may clear up for you what it really means. I'm counting on my granddaughter. <laughs> she's so smart, and I think she's going to do a great job teaching Grandma all about it. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 